Now, what is the glory of God? The glory of God is not just the light or power emanating from him. There's a cliche about the glory of God that it's the light or power emanating from him and that's all it is and most people understand it as only that. It involves that but it's not only that. It is so much more than that. It is his very person, presence, nature, character and attributes as well as his power. It involves his power but that's not the main thing it is. It's his very person, presence, nature, character, and attributes, or the manifestation of his person, presence, nature, character, and attributes, especially through you and me. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew word that describes the glory of God is kabod. It's spelled K-A-B-O-D, and is referring to the weight or the heaviness of God's presence, referring to the manifestation of his presence or the anointing. All right. Now, you've all experienced it, all of you, all of you. When we're in a meeting, when we're worshipping God or whenever the Holy Spirit is moving and people feel the heaviness of God's presence upon them or I might uh, pray for a person or for people and they feel the heaviness of God's presence on them and fall in the Spirit, well, that's what this is. In the Hebrew, it's called kabod. It's referring to the heaviness or the weight of the glory or the presence of God. There are three manifestations of the presence of God revealed in the Word. The first is the omnipresence of God. The omnipresence of God. And that's referring to God being everywhere and seeing everything at one time. We see that in Psalm 139 verse 7 to verse 10. David writes about the omnipresence of God. David wrote, where can I go from your spirit? And there are other translations that state from your presence, right? So the spirit of God, presence of God are the same. Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. What? God is in hell? Yeah, God is in hell. His presence is everywhere. His presence is everywhere. Verse 9, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. That's all referring to the omnipresence of God, God being everywhere at the same time. All right? Don't forget God is omnipotent or powerful, omniscient, all-knowing and omnipresent everywhere, right? God is these three things, and only God is these three things. No one and nothing else are these three things. Otherwise, they'd be God as well. God is the only one who is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. No human being, no angel, no devil, Satan himself are omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, only God. The second is the indwelling presence of God, the indwelling presence of God, which is referring to when the Holy Spirit comes to live within a person and becomes one with that person when they're born again. And uh, we see this referred to in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, and John chapter 14, verse 17. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Who was he given to us by? Yeah, God, Jesus, and where is he? 
He's in you and with you. Now, John chapter 14, verse 17. Jesus says of the Holy Spirit, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So in the case of the disciples, the Holy Spirit was with them, then in them. In our case, he is in us and with us. Someone here, yeah? And the third is the manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God, which is when the presence of God physically manifests upon you to the point where you can actually feel him, hear him, and even at times see him. Amen. Again, John chapter 14, verse 21, and Acts chapter 1, verse 8. So there Jesus refers to the manifest presence of God. Now, I stated earlier, you constantly hear people say, I feel the presence of God. And although this is not entirely wrong, it's not entirely accurate either. The glory of God is not felt It's known. All right, I'll say it again. The glory or presence of God is not felt. It's known. You do not feel the glory or presence of God. You intimately know the glory or presence of God. Why? Because it abides within you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit abides in you. He lives in you. So you don't feel, hear, or see the glory or presence of God. You intimately know the presence of God. In other words, you know he's in you and with you whether you feel him, hear him, see him or not. Do you agree? I said, do you agree? That's the fundamental meaning of faith, that you know the Holy Spirit lives within you and is with you whether you feel him, hear him, see him or not. Because the glory or presence of God is known, intimately known, not felt, because he lives within you. However, you feel the power of God or anointing. You feel the power of God or anointing. That's what you feel. Of course, the power of God or anointing comes from the presence of God, but it is different to the presence of God. So that's what you're feeling. You're feeling the manifestation of the presence of God. So the power of God or anointing is the manifestation of his presence. So whenever there are manifestations of the Holy Spirit, you are actually feeling the manifestation of his presence or the power of God or anointing. That's actually what is happening. That's what is happening.